Welcome to the Testimony Service Podcast, the podcast that will encourage you, increase your faith, and draw you closer to God. I'm your host, Martina. The Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So in an effort to help our listeners' faith increase, each episode will begin with the scripture. The scripture for today comes from 2 Corinthians 5, verses 17 through 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Hey guys, so we made it. April 1st, episode 1. So I figured I would start by sharing a little bit about who I am and my testimony as it relates to my relationship with God um, growing up in the church and also tell you why I started this podcast. So right now I live in Indiana, but Colorado is always going to be home to me. I grew up an army brat and both my parents are ministers, so I had a strict sheltered life of sorts. Um, I wouldn't say that I missed out on anything. I mean, childhood was pretty great. Um, I was nine years old when I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. And my life, for the most part, basically looked the same. I mean, nothing really changed. I know some people have this vivid memory of their salvation story, but for me, I just walked into my mom's room and said, hey, like, what do I need to do? Um, And she prayed for me, and that was that. So life after salvation, it basically looked the same. Not a lot changed. At nine years old, I was a good kid, but, I mean, life happens. So what happens when all of your craziest sins happen after salvation? Are you still saved? Where does forgiveness and reconciliation fall into all of this? I mean, if I died in my teenage years, would I have made it to heaven? I don't know. Basically, I was totally unprepared for life after accepting Christ. For me, it was more of like a box being checked off than it was a lifestyle. And we know that in the Bible, it talks about the devil is, you know, trying his best to steal, kill and destroy regardless of your age. I mean, just because I was nine didn't mean he wasn't going to, you know, do what he does. So at nine years old... I didn't see that as something that I would need to be prepared for or watch out for. I was just a little kid. I mean, (laughs) part of the problem, I guess, was that after I got saved, my life looked the same. I mean, I was still going to church every Sunday, but as far as having like a real personal relationship with God, I mean, that was not on my radar. That was not on my agenda. I just kept doing what I had been doing before. Not that anything was quote unquote wrong with that, but 
if I was going to actually have a relationship with God and withstand, you know, the devil's tactics, I was totally not doing it right. So I basically coasted through life knowing, well, at least I checked the salvation box off. But it takes way more than one prayer of salvation to get us through life. But for me, Christianity was my routine and church was where I went to hang out with all of my friends. Having been born and raised in the church, I knew most of the Bible stories by heart um, from Sunday school and whatever my parents would teach me at home. So as a teenager, um, I just got tired of being at a church where I was hearing the same Bible stories taught the same exact way over and over again. Like, really? God's not saying anything new to you guys? I felt spiritually stagnant. Um, I didn't feel like I was growing at all. It's not like I was tired of church, but I knew I had to do something. I wasn't just going to sit there and let myself spiritually die. So at 20 years old, I made the decision for the first time, apart from my parents, to join my own church of my choosing. And it was the best decision I could have made. I grew so much so fast at this new church. The biggest thing for me was the sermons seemed to have more substance to them And it was my first time seeing how things were done at a larger church. But unfortunately, after some very heartbreaking events took place, I had to move on and find a new church. Honestly, I wasn't sure if I could top that last church. I mean, it was great. I learned a lot, so much there. Um, But in spring of 2017, if it was at all even possible... I joined the best church, hands down, to this day, I stand by it, the best church in the world, which is the Refuge of Denver under Pastor Stephen Cartwright and his wife, Lady T. It's crazy. I thought I had grown so much at the last church, but at this church, my growth was even more, even faster. I mean, it's hard to even put into words. The worship and the word of God taught at this church was unlike anything I had ever been a part of. The leaders had such an impact on my life. Uh, They were so authentic and their love for God was so tangible that it was basically contagious. You couldn't be around them and not feel the presence of God. And even though they're young, they are wise way beyond their years. Um, I could just go on and on about them. There's literally not enough words to describe how grateful I am for them. So if you're listening to this, Pastor Steve and Lady T, thank you guys. Here's the crazy part, though. So before I joined the refuge, I used to visit kind of frequently. Um, Like I said before, the presence of God was always so heavy in the service. But I had so much shame and fear and guilt due to unrepented sin that it was hard to sit there and make it through an entire service. Like I would sit on the back row. (laughs) God was convicting me hard. (laughs) So I would take like three weeks off just to get my mind ready to visit again. So during this time, I never stopped regularly attending church. It was just really hard to visit the refuge. So I had to, you know, battle in my mind. Was I going to let my ego and flesh ignore the conviction that I knew I felt every single time I walked into the doors? Or was I going to heed the warning and listen? I chose to fight through the shame, the guilt, the fear. Um, I couldn't ignore God anymore because I believe in God. I believe in heaven and I believe in hell. 
It was only by God's grace that he kept tugging on me, even as I kept ignoring it. I was raised right. I knew right from wrong, but you know, you get older, you start kind of doing things on your own. Um, And the Bible says that the Lord corrects the people he loves and disciplines those that he calls his own. The spirit of fear that I was experiencing, that wasn't from God. God is love. And the Bible says, perfect love casts away all fear. So I had to make the decision to walk in the love of God instead of the fear of the enemy. So although the events that caused me to leave the previous church were horrible, they led me straight to joining the refuge. So I have to thank God for the push. By listening to and watching what the Cartwrights said and did, I began to understand what true worship and a real personal relationship with God looks like. Maybe if there's any preacher's kids out there listening to this, you can relate to how even though you were raised by great Christian leaders, some things just don't really resonate until you see them and hear them from someone other than your parents. And one of the main things that I've kept with me to this day that I learned at the refuge was discipleship and spiritual maturity. If I gave my life to God at nine years old, why was I acting like a spiritual toddler in my 20s? Like for real, come on. (laughs) Christianity is about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Key word, personal. But I was trying to get by on my parents' relationship with God and my pastor's relationship with God. I spent more time in church than I did with God. And I was wondering why I wasn't growing faster. Go figure. (laughs) I wasn't reading my Bible at home very often, and I was barely praying. I began to realize all of this while I was at the Refuge of Denver. So for all my Denver listeners, go check them out for real. The Refuge of Denver, Pastor Cartwright, Lady T. Now that I'm living in Indiana, I'm a member of Heartland Church, and my growth here looks completely different, but I have an incredibly strong foundation and a higher level of spiritual maturity, and I know how to grow on my own. I'm not depending on anybody else anymore and then blaming them for where I am. Uh, The biggest blessing at Heartland so far has been their small groups. I found an amazing group of young women who I know I can lean on and one in particular who helps keep me accountable in a major way. So shout out to you. You know who you are. I can confidently say that I've never been at a better place spiritually than I am right now. And it's all because God never gave up on me through all my foolishness. And there was a lot of it. And he surrounded me with incredible people over the years. So I'm just so grateful for where I am with God and just in life in general. Um, And so at the beginning of this year, I decided to start a podcast, as you know, because you're listening to it right now. Um, And I'm usually a bit of a procrastinator, but the idea for this podcast was so important to me that I began to put it into action immediately. Growing up in church, they had this portion of the program called Testimony Service, where people would get up and share what God has done in their life. And I don't see that as much anymore. So I thought, hey, let's put a new school spin on an old school tradition. Let's bring testimony service back. And here we are, uh, episode one. I can't wait to see how God uses this platform to bless all who listen. I want this show to encourage you, increase your faith, and draw you closer to God. Each Wednesday, you'll hear a different guest share their story. And we can all use a midweek pick me up to help us make it to Sunday morning again. That's a long seven days. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, let me know. Uh, Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or message me on social media. Um, I just really want to hear your guys' feedback. And 
If you'd like to share your story on an upcoming episode, just visit the website. It's testimonyservicepod.com. And I wanted to give you guys a sneak peek at the next episode. So check this out. Well, one day I woke up and I was blind. And it was so scary. Like I literally pitch black, could not see anything. And I did not know what to do. I went into depression and I would stay in my room. I quit my job because I couldn't see why did I get picked out of everyone in my family when I'm the one who wanted to do something with my life or try to do something with my life. Other people aren't. And why did you pick me, God? You don't want to miss this episode. I'll see you next Wednesday. Tell a friend.